Hi guys! <laughs> Welcome back to the Lore Lodge, where technical difficulties are a consistent problem that we have. Um, Started day one, and God help us if they ever stop. They probably won't. I nope. think it's part of the charm of the channel at this point. I think so. Um, so, obviously we did not have the, the show last weekend, because... We're not going to talk about it. Uh, painful things happened in Philadelphia. We're not going to talk about it. Uh, to uh, The Philadelphia uh, sports world... Did not have a good year, and we actually had a an incredible year. But it's it's we had a we, we had a the literal definition of this year for Philadelphia sports was we, we are were number two. <laughs> we were this close. Yeah. Um. To to quote a former president, bad things happen in Philadelphia. Uh, <laughs> or more specifically, Phoenix for the most recent one. Yeah. Sorry, Glendale. Fair. Who decided Arizona needed to be a state? <laughs> Who got there and was like, yo, there's nothing here but sand. Let's make it something. Yeah, the city of Phoenix is a testament to the hubris of man. Yep. Yeah, the same same with Vegas. Yeah, pretty much anything in the Southwest is just really, they're, they're biding their time. I don't know that I would call Vegas Southwest, but okay, I it's in Nevada. Yeah, it's, it's like the bottom of the state, isn't it? Hi, Archie. Um, <laughs> anyway, not related to the topic at hand. Not even close. Uh, so we're we're going to try and do a couple of things. It occurred to, well, it didn't occur to me. Aiden said something about it. He was like, oh, are we going to talk about Charles McCuller at all? And I was like, good point. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right, because we weren't here. So I com I just completely forgot that we had to talk about Charles. Uh, so we will do that. Um, and and so we'll, we'll probably start this one off talking about McCuller and then move on to the rake. And then go to questions and, and take questions about both of those things. Before we do that, however, I would like to uh, mention what we talked about earlier today. Oh. Uh, we initially planned on posting donation goal stuff, skits, general nonsense to uh, the Deeper Lore channel. Mm -hmm. It makes sen more sense, in our opinion... To post those videos on Patreon as public videos that will be free to watch. Yep. So that means that you can head over our Patreon page and st there, there will, of course, still be stuff that's behind the paywall. But when it comes to donation goal videos specifically, those will be free and publicly available on Patreon. Yep. And then uh, behind that paywall, you're going to be able to get things like Drunk Folklore, uh, Twitch stream highlights, you know, all that stuff that youtube's algorithm really won't promote and yep. you know kind of the thing that that i i figured is youtube's not going to tell you that stuff's even there mm. whereas if you know to go look for it on patreon and i just post telling you it's there that's probably the more efficient way of getting you to see that stuff yeah and it actually fulfills our you know our, our wish to have more patreon content yeah so rather than the deeper lore channel that stuff will go on patreon Apologies if you followed the deeper lore channel. <laughs> well, to be I'm, like, the, we might still put stuff there. That's the thing. We we figured we might as well keep the whole point of building things like History Hut and Weird Bible, and then deeper lore was to keep things more consolidated and more focused. Yeah. And so deeper lore we may just have as video essay content that is deeper lore in the sense mm -hmm. of it's you know more behind the scenes stuff, yeah. or it's video essays that don't quite fit into the content that we put here. And that way we can keep Patreon a little bit more open, a little bit more you know diverse in the content yeah. style. And also just keeps things a little bit more consolidated overall. Yeah. And we can maybe do stuff that's a little bit more overtly fictional over there. Yeah. Uh, we like to cover stuff that kind of toes the line on this channel mm. um, between between fact and fiction, between normal and paranormal and so on and so forth. But over on Deeper Lore, you know, maybe like that's where we might do like SCP content. Yeah. Um, 
like analog horror stuff where you know we we talk about it as if it is real you know and and kind of free ourselves from the that intention with this channel to try and remain as fact-based as possible yeah uh so we that that channel will still probably have stuff on it but when it comes to some of the stuff we had said would be on it that's probably going to be over on patreon and again it will be free patreon allows us to post public stuff so you'll be able to go on and see anything that is not behind a paywall the stuff that's behind the paywall will show up yeah but it'll just be a preview yeah but so the donation goals of course have already been paid for and therefore we will post them for free it's just you got to go over to patreon to see and i'll post links in discord and in uh and on youtube and everywhere if you're not in the discord yet uh you can go to bit.ly slash join the lodge and that should take you on over to our Discord server where you can join. That's the best place to get announcements for the channel and so on and so forth. And I've said so on and so forth like four times today. I hate that. Um, but yeah, to, to get into the actual content. The content. Aiden, did you know about the rake before we made the video? Had I heard the name? Yes. yes. Had I heard you speak it? Yes. Did I know any of the details of the video whatsoever? No. Okay. So... This is one that I first saw probably 2013 or 14 okay. on iFunny. Wow. <laughs> We're going dark on this yeah. file, aren't we? Yeah. So Man, what an I egg. first came across on iFunny on some people who just were like posting, you know, paranormal short stories and scary stuff. And yep. um, I had written one and submitted one even. Uh, and what... I wasn't, I didn't know at the time when mm. I first came across it, that this was not something that people were actually claimed exists. Um, I, I did not know it was supposed to be something completely fictional. And when we did the video this week, I tried to approach it in the same way of, I'm going to tell you the story the way I discovered the story, yeah. which is it being told to me as something that actually happened. And then me discovering on my own later on, ah, okay, this is actually fiction. Yeah. And so that's what I did. I presented it in the video as the the story as it was written by Brian Somerville and posted to Something Awful in 2006. But what struck me about that story, and it actually contributed to the formation of this channel in the first place, was how similar it was to other ones. Yeah. How much it really did rely on that uncanny valley phenomenon. How the description of the rake, a pale, emaciated figure with shallow sunken or sorry sunken eyes and shallow skin Mm -hmm. sounds like a lot of other things like the wendigo yep and like certain kinds of trolls and ghouls and other things from around the world that don't always appear when you're sleeping Mm -hmm. but do tend to be you know things that are in the dark and that give you that primal fear response that you that you get when you see something that is in the uncanny valley Mm -hmm. so I dug a little bit deeper on it. I was like, okay. So, Rake has the form of something like the Wendigo, but the behavior of a sleep paralysis demon. Mm -hmm. So we looked into sleep paralysis. (laughs) It's been documented, not for 100 years, not for 500 years, not for 1,000 years. The earliest mentions of... The earliest descriptions of sleep paralysis in the Western world mm-hmm. go back to the first century BC. Basically, the the not quite the beginning of, of medicine, but not that far from the beginning of medicine. I mean, nope. if you want to look up uh, when Hippocrates was uh, was doing his thing, he's considered you know the father of medicine. Um, H I P P. Hippocrates. Yeah. 
So we're we're talking within the first five hundred years. Yeah. The first yeah the first five hundred years of medicine, we're looking at as a as a standardized practice in the West. Um, you're getting descriptions of sleep paralysis in China, in something called a Book of Dreams. They there are mentions from four hundred BC. Mm. So sleep paralysis goes back a long time, but obviously lots of stories are old. What I found interesting about sleep paralysis was how consistent it is across cultures, age groups, sexes, literally every description of sleep paralysis mm -hmm. is almost exactly the same. For what changes, yeah. what changes is what you see, like the specific vision you get. Mm. But the, the description that you can't move, you feel panic, you feel as though something is crushing your chest, maybe choking you, something like that. You feel a presence in the room with you. Those all remain the same. Mm -hmm. It's just sometimes it's a man, sometimes it's an animal, sometimes it's a dwarf. You get different different versions of that sleep paralysis demon throughout mm -hmm. the, the cultures. But that's the other thing is typically it's not that, oh, well, Thailand has one, but it's always a beautiful young woman. And uh, the Germans have one, but it's always a hag. And the yep. Romans have one, but it's always a man. There's like, you know, dwarf hag and, you know, rake looking thing mm. seem to just be consistent. And I found that fascinating. It is really interesting, especially considering it's cross culture and also the fact that it's it's more of an experiential thing rather mm -hmm. than a medical like illness mm -hmm. thing that, you know, any form of even if it's a hallucination, the fact that a mass hallucination over that period of time could be that consistent. Yeah, is astounding. Yeah, and, and, and the way that the rake actually developed, too, it starts off not looking mm. the way it looks now. Yeah. The the original version from, from Slash B on 4chan, uh, this was, I think, 2000, 2005? It was either 4 or 5. 2004 or 5 that they started, I feel like 2005, but that they started designing this. Mm -hmm. And then in 2006 is when the first actual, like, creepypasta about it is written and posted. The first version of it does not have a mouth or a nose. It has three eyes, one in the forehead, two to the, the rear, and they're all emerald green. Mm -hmm. Um, It still is the pale humanoid shape, but it's distinctly different from a human. Mm -hmm. And 4chan collectively dragged it away from, that's not human at all, that's alien, that's something else. Yep. They dragged it from something recognizably not human back into the uncanny valley mm -hmm. and that's the psychology that interests me yeah why do we keep creating monsters that revert back to something that they're all so similar to each other yep the wendigo the rake um the the pale face demons of nahani valley mm -hmm. uh you know you you go it goes on and on people just creating versions of this near human creature mm -hmm. um and i wonder what that ha what is going on with that in our our psyche what is going on with our our brains that when we look at a monster it gets scarier as it gets closer to us yeah um and you know yeah, sure there, there are very scary monsters that look nothing like us but something about that one specific sight of something that you just know isn't human yeah but is trying to be is deeply unsettling to every single culture on earth yeah um and if you look at you know watch watch movies from basically anywhere horror movies will very often have that mm. and then if you look at other stuff even you know the, the nun from the conjuring movies mm. pale skin sunken eyes 
sharp teeth. Like, just time and time and time again, we get this uncanny valley creature. And you have to wonder, why do our brains picture that? So the title of this, of course, you know, the, the and the title might change depending on how the conversation goes. Um, but I, I say, is the rake real? Not to ask the question, is the specific rake from the copy pasta, the creepy pasta, is that real? Mm-hmm. Obviously not. Yeah. It was invented. There was, this isn't, this also isn't like a no sleep post. Yeah. Where some one individual posted it and, you know, maybe, maybe it actually is true and they posted it there so they don't seem crazy. Yeah. This was collaborative fiction. We can we we have the steps. Mm. They're archived. <laughs> I can't personally find them, but they're there on the Wayback Machine somewhere. Yeah. So we we can actually watch the process of the rake beginning to exist. Which is wild. So it's not it's not just one person's story. It is clearly fictional. So why does it match so many other things? Well, that's a good indication of the fact that, I mean, obviously, you know, when we talked about the Uncanny Valley in past videos, plus things like Wendigo Skinwalker, the Nahani individuals and everything like that, Mm -hmm. we get this distillation of even the Palmyra wolves and things Mm -hmm. along those lines of these different elements of what you were describing previously. Mm -hmm. And this could be a really interesting instance to kind of dissect not only how those impact our perception Mm -hmm. of other people or things in our environment, Mm -hmm. but as you were kind of hinting at is what is the origin of those fears, essentially? Yeah. You know, is it a consolidation of those different elements from various places? Like, oh, pale skin, because that, you know, emulates a dying individual and then sharp teeth because a lot of predators that Mm -hmm. hunted us had sharp teeth. Yeah. Or so are we creating something out of all of the various things we fear or is it something that is already existing with those exactly. elements together that is somewhere in our past that we don't have a consistent mm-hmm. or accurate or in-depth representation of in historical texts exactly and that's the most fascinating part is the historical texts no yep. that the 1200s Arnold of Villanova mm. They can't move, they try to speak, but their words get caught in their throat. They feel as if something is pressing down on them, and they visualize some sort of being sitting on their chest or laying on top of them or even choking them. Mm. 1664, Isbrand von Diemerbrook. Same description. Yep. Actually diagnoses it as incubus. Um, you know, the, the crusher, or uh the, it means two things. You get some in some cases it said it means the crusher. The actual Latin apparently means something along the lines of uh, a a nightmare caused by a demon. Mm. So people are getting diagnosed with demonic nightmares. 400 years after that, almost, we still don't totally know what's causing sleep paralysis. Mm. It's, you know, some people are suggesting, oh, well, you get stuck between the phases of sleep and then your body isn't awake, but your brain is and it's trying to fill in the gaps and it comes up with something mm-hmm. i just find it odd how consistent that something is yeah um and i'm not necessarily saying that like you know there there is a physical presence in that room with you when you're having sleep paralysis sitting on your chest mm-hmm. uh, 
and there there are other things. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. I don't know. Have you ever had a dream and then that thing happened? Like yes. later. Like yes. not the next day, not the next minute. Just at another time and then you realize And you have that really intense feeling of deja vu. Yes. Yeah. How much of our dreams are just our brain painting funny pictures for us? Versus slips in reality. You know, it's it, it, there. No matter where you fall mm-hmm. on the on the spectrum of belief, you have to be pretty hardcore, mm-hmm. like as atheist as you can possibly get. Not only are there no gods, there is no such thing as multiple dimensions. Mm-hmm. There's no multiverse. There is, uh, th- there is no spiritual realm. There is no simulation. It's just this physical plane. That's mm-hmm. it. You have to be firmly in that camp. To say it's that none of none of that stuff is possible, um, that that there's no way that we could feasibly see between existences and realms. Mm-hmm. Now, per- personally, I I am of the belief that there are multiple dimensions mm-hmm. of reality that we exist in the third dimension, mm-hmm. and we can perceive up to three dimensions. But it, I mean, scientists have theorized fourth dimensional fifth dimensional reality it's not something that's crackpot it's not something that's just spiritual there are scientific efforts to understand are there further dimensions how does time function mm. what is gravity like yeah um you know we know i know that it does what it does but i don't know why it did what it did like, oh yeah well and that's the funny thing is i you know i just finished that book on physics and one of the chapters was about gravity mm-hmm. and the just the funniest thing about reading more in depth into multitudes of different elements of scientific disciplines mm-hmm. is getting to the granular points and having even the most up-to-date things having them say yeah we still don't really know why this happens yep. we just know it does enough or consistently enough to be able to replicate it and mm-hmm. use it as a theory slash law of mm-hmm. fundamental science as we understand it to then do other things yeah and I would, I would love to see some sort of actual experimental scientific work yep. on sleep paralysis and mm-hmm. specifically sleep paralysis demons. Yep. Because I know that within within the scientific field, within mm-hmm. the medical field, there is a staunch... Uh, God, what is the word I'm looking for here? Uh, reluctance, I guess, to put your name on anything suggesting something that doesn't quite seem scientific, so to speak. Yeah. Very few medical professionals, very few academics in general are willing to put their name on something that says, what if there's something we don't understand? Mm. Um, You always want to look for the rational explanations. And that's what I always do first. Yeah. That's why I looked at this and went, Oh, sleep paralysis. You know, that's it. It's probably pattern seeking. Yeah. So the, the base assumption is that it's pattern seeking. Yeah. And that it's your brain trying its best to figure out why things are happening to you. Yeah. But even then, even the pattern seeking element, to be a cross cultural and cross time phenomenon to have the same patterns emerge. Mm-hmm. Granted, I mean, our general understanding of sleep, as I'm aware, is a large part of it is your brain is essentially reworking all of the things that mm-hmm. you did and experienced within your waking hours. Mm-hmm. And then it's reconstructing those neural pathways to strengthen either mm-hmm. whether it was, let's say you were practicing guitar or whatever, you know, that actively while you're doing it mm-hmm. and strengthening those neural pathways. But then as you're sleeping, it's redoing mm-hmm. those things along with memories and anything that's happening there. So for that to be happening during sleep mm-hmm. and then 
as you mentioned in the video, during these mo moments of sleep paralysis, you're awake and you're able to look around. You're able mm -hmm. to see with your eyes. So even if we're looking at it from a scientific based perspective to say, okay, even if it is something that is at a higher level, mm -hmm. like you said in the yeah. video, it has to work on our, you know, Precisely. our level. So if we're going to perceive that, it has to be some form of hallucination or if it's not something that is actually physically in the room, mm -hmm. right? So then what do we know that happens in the brain that initiates some form of hallucination and or connection yeah. with higher level? Exactly. It's, it, there's got to be a connection. There, yep. There's got to be some way for us to interact with that. Yeah. Um, and, and I have to wonder, you know, there's, there's so many times in my life, and, you know, maybe I sound crazy, but there's so many times in my life where I dreamt something mm. and then it happened. Yep. Could have been a month later, could have been six years later. But there have been plenty of times in, you know, in the 20 or so years that I've been conscious mm -hmm. um, that I can remember even even super simple little stuff that did not matter at all. Like uh, catching a, a touchdown pass on the playground in mm -hmm. first grade. I remember vividly having a dream about that and then it happening a couple weeks later. Yeah. That meant nothing. Mm -hmm. There was absolutely no re but it happened exactly as it happened in the dream. But to you at the time, it was very important. Oh, for me at the time, it was great. And it, yeah. meant, it meant a hell of a lot. But I distinctly remember that feeling of like, when it happened, being like, wait a second. What? I don't think I even knew what deja vu was. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting specifically like at that young age for you to have mm -hmm. that feeling or thought. Because mm -hmm. it has to be pretty significant for that to be the case. Yeah, like it was jarring. Yeah. Sim similar thing happened when we went down to Tennessee. Mm -hmm. uh, when we that night we got there, we're standing there at four a.m. Uh, you know, talking to Isaiah across the counter. I had a very and I think did I mention it to you guys? I did. Yeah. You did yeah. So I'm not making this up like later on. Yeah. This was in the moment. You were there. Mm -hmm. Isaiah was there. Kayla was there. Oh yeah. And I said something along the lines of, "I've been in this exact spot before." Yeah. We were debating like, eating the pie, and yeah, like, I feel like I've been here in this. It was scenario. the pie. Yeah. It was the pie that did it. Yeah. So I remember walking in at one point. I was looking around. I was like, I feel like I've been here before. Like. Maybe it's just it like looks like the cabins in the Poconos I used to go to, and then there was the conversation about the pie, and I yep. was like, <laughs> <laughs> like you get pulled out of your body for yep. a second before you, it's like you know, it's like, whip, <laughs> it's like spiritual whiplash. Exactly. And you're like, wait a second, I've been here. Yeah. Like, you know, um, the call's coming from inside the house, uh, <laughs> like that kind of thing. And it's happened so many times, like yeah. probably a dozen or so times in my life where it gets to the point where there's just no way. Yeah. There's no way that that's not a real thing because how, it, how can you hallucinate the future and not have it be a, a premonition? I mean, the, the only devil's advocate thing mm -hmm. I will say is that mm -hmm. you essentially to put it into 2023 terms, mm -hmm. you manifested it so hard after seeing it in your dream that you made yeah. it happen. You girl bossed it into real life. You did. Uh, but that's the, the likelihood of all of the details being exactly accurate is so minuscule mm -hmm. that obviously that yeah. challenge is just that mm -hmm. simply a challenge. It's not a, an exit uh, explanation. Yeah. And, and I would, that, that's, all of this, those those little things that it would be really hard to experiment with. It would be really hard to test these things. Oh, yeah. I think we at one point uh, someone did run a test to see if they could detect uh, uh, the soul 
if the soul was a material mm -hmm. thing that had corporeal form and weight. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they, uh, I think, if I remember correctly, it was only one patient that they experimented with, but they, they were weighing a, pe a patient up until, like, the moment after death and detected, like, a super, super, super minor change in mm -hmm. the weight of the person. Yep. Um, between being barely alive and dying. Yep. And their suggestion was, oh, well, this suggests that the soul has corporeal form. But it's kind of a little unethical to repeat that experiment, isn't it? A little bit. It's also pretty flimsy evidence. Um, you'd have to you'd have to replicate that like a couple thousand times. Yeah. And it would have to be a noticeable change, not just like the body releasing gas. Yeah. And the, the experiment was like the 1800s, so it's oh wow. Okay, we we cool. have to redo that. Um, but then you know I have to wonder like sleep paralysis obviously is not a common enough thing. Mm -hmm. So you'd have to figure out how to induce it. Well, that's the thing is you'd have to find people who are subject to it or at a higher rate than mm -hmm. others already. So people who likely yeah. have already experienced it. And then you would have to design and study in which you're basically observing each individual person every night, mm -hmm. hoping that they will experience this thing. Yeah. And you have to do it in a controlled environment the entire time. Yeah. So what, what are you going to do? You'd have to you either have to do it that way and mm -hmm. wait and hope and that would probably be extraordinarily expensive and you'd have an extremely small sample size yeah um the, the only other real option you know you could you could find people who experience sleep paralysis commonly and then maybe set up all of the equipment in their bedroom yeah uh you know which of course there's ethical questions about like video and stuff like that yeah um you know it's, it's, it's difficult but you know if you set up cameras long enough, if you've got somebody who experiences sleep paralysis maybe 20 times a year, which I think it's typically not that often, but if you've got somebody who experiences it at least once a month, then you could theoretically, you know, do, do a longitudinal study and figure it out, you know, like, all right, you know, they had sleep paralysis six times in the period we observed it. We had electromagnetic sensors, we had infrared, we had heat sensors, like all of it set up. Yep. Does anything change in that room? when the person goes into sleep paralysis because it could be that you have 20 30 subjects that you study and not a single one of them they go into sleep paralysis they, they look like you know they're they're frozen they can't move they report they had sleep paralysis they report there was a demon but all of the sensors show no change in electromagnetic no change in electromagnetic frequencies no change in radio frequencies no change in heat signature just everything remained the same, I think that would be a pretty definitive way of saying this is entirely in your brain. Yep. This is completely and totally a disease of the mind. However, if you do that, and there's like something on infrared, or the weight of the bed shifts, mm -hmm. or uh, there's a spike in electromagnetic activity, well, then you're then you're starting to get somewhere. Then, then you've kind of science. You, you've through scientific process shown that something else in the room changes, mm -hmm. and if something else in the room changes, it's external. Yep. Which means that there's more to look into, but just setting up that preliminary experiment to figure out if it's even worth trying to do more research is so incredibly difficult to to just start. Yep. So. I think we end up in a situation where there's probably people who want to study this. I'm sure there's a lot of people who would love for this to be studied. Oh, yeah. So that they can find an answer to why they keep getting sleep paralysis. Yeah. 
but it's just it's we can't do it we can't manage to, to pull that together and maybe it's unwillingness maybe it's that the resources just don't exist within you know the medical field to do something like that i feel like that research were to take place anywhere under ethical circumstances mm. it would be the united states where more money is put in medical research than anywhere else yeah or there's of course the way of doing it unethically but then you'd have to go to china um you know and just lock a bunch of people in rooms who get sleep paralysis, which I don't think anybody would want to do. No, I don't think that would be necessarily a really desired way to no. you know, spend your time, especially if you're one of the subjects. Not at all. Um, so so for me with the with the rake, you know, the question, is the rake real? Mm. Obviously no. Obviously the rake itself is a fictional character created by 4chan and posted all over the internet. Is there some sort of entity or entities that like to enter your room while you sleep and sit on your bed the observational evidence suggests yes but you then need to figure out okay because here's where i net out with this mm -hmm. people report sleep paralysis demons yes all the time mm -hmm. for two thousand years people have been reporting sleep paralysis demons yep we know sleep paralysis happens. We have an idea of when it happens and how it happens. Mm -hmm. Don't totally understand why it happens nope. in all cases. That's still, they have, they have theories and suggestions. Mm -hmm. I don't want to make it sound like we have no clue and it's complete mystery. But it's not proven. But there's no, there's nothing yet to, yeah, exactly, to absolutely prove this causes sleep paralysis. Mm -hmm. All we know is it's most common when you're coming in or out of REM sleep. Yep. So you're going to get it when you go to sleep, an hour and a half in, an hour and a half after that, and then when you wake up are the, the possible options here. Um, I don't know if you've ever been woken up during REM sleep. You ever wake up and feel super disoriented? Yes. That's probably you woke up in the middle of REM sleep. Fair enough. Good to know. Um, yeah, because that's when your body is in its like deepest stage of sleep. That's mm -hmm. when you're, yep. you're experiencing dreams and things like that. Yep. Uh, so the idea is that either between wakefulness and actually, I guess, you know, I don't, I don't even know if coming out of REM sleep and then going back into it. Cause it's hour and a half sleep cycles. Um, there are actually, uh, it's hour and a half, right? It's generally hour and a half, but there are cycles where, uh, because there's like top tier, there's mm. the mid tier and then there's REM. Yeah. There are cycles where it'll go from REM to mid tier, uh, back and forth. And I, I thought that was shallow. what it did was yes. shallow REM mid REM mid REM mid. Shallow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's what I thought. Um, so it seems that it's between the shallow and the REM. You mean the mid and the REM? No, the shallow and the REM. Oh, okay, that's preliminary. Got yeah, it. Okay. either you're going to sleep or you're waking up. Got it. Or, or when you get sleep paralysis demons. Yeah. So we know that. We know where it happens. We have an idea why it happens. We just have yet to prove whether or not that visage mm. is real. Are you seeing something that's there? because you're in this weird spot where your brain is no longer but like this is the other thing is uh when you do when people do uh you know certain hallucinogenics like mushrooms mm -hmm. the your, your brain builds up a facade of everything it sees yep it gets used to expecting to see certain things mm -hmm. it tells you that you're seeing certain things and if you get to a point where you are uh what am i trying to say words what was I even just saying? Right. Uh, okay. I'm so tired, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I am so tired. 
Uh, it has been a long two weeks. My apartment's yeah. leaking in multiple places. I got to get a new place. I tried to buy a house and they were like, you can't have a mortgage. You don't have two years of income experience. And I'm like, I actually have been working for like a lot of time, but I started a business and they're like, well, <laughs> how dare you? Yeah, yeah. How dare you be young and successful? Bold of you to assume that um, you can get a loan when you're independently wealthy. Yeah, like, no, we want you reliant on the system. Yep. Um, we're not independently wealthy, though. Calm yourself. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> it might be a bit excessive. I meant to say independently employed. Yeah, there we go. That was the goal. Um, so, yeah, I... <laughs> Lord, I wish we were independently yeah, wealthy. That'd be great. But yeah, when... So, when they've... And they've been doing this research... For medical purposes, mm. your brain builds up these beliefs about what it sees, mm. and that over time it strengthens them. Mm. So you get to a point where certain things you might see them, and it's a complete distortion of reality yep. caused by your own mind. Yep. So what they've been experimenting with with certain types of hallucinogenics is breaking down that boundary mm. and making your causing your brain to go, okay, clean slate. What is actually in front of me? Yep. Where's that boundary when you're half asleep? Are you more likely to see things that don't exist? Or are you more likely to see things as they actually are? Now, that answer may exist, and I just don't know it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going uh, to say that nobody's figured that out yet, but uh, I, I don't know. I didn't find anything, but I only did summary research on that topic. Fair. Um, so, I don't know. I just think it's, I, I think it's something that should be studied, something that there should be more interest in and more curiosity about. Mm -hmm. um, because I would not be surprised if there's some sort of you know, next dimension where there are entities that exist in the same time as us, but they're not physically there, mm -hmm. you know, um, or that they're physically there, but the, our brains can't perceive them, mm -hmm. you know, so maybe we need instruments that are tuned to detect things that our brains don't detect. We don't detect electromagnetic frequencies. We don't detect infrared. Yeah, no, I mean, we we can only see what we can see of the electromagnetic spectrum. Mm -hmm. So there's also the instance of, I think, I can't remember what subatomic particles they are or what it specifically mm -hmm. is in relation to, but I know could be could be quarks. I might mm -hmm. be wrong. Don't kill me if I am, but it's something along those lines. But there are certain subatomic par particles that we cannot get the position and speed readings mm -hmm. of at the same time. We can only measure one at a time. We can only measure the speed of something, but not where it is. Or we can measure where it is, but not how fast it's moving. Yeah. So there could be something along the lines of we can measure certain elements of these things with the technology limitations that we have right now, but maybe at some point in the future we'll yeah. be able to have a little bit more of an understanding. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all spooky. Spooky. Speaking of spooky, a lot of people suggested that Charles McCuller's father was a spook. A spook? A spook. What is a spook? Uh, you want to look up the exact, uh, the, the term definition there, spook definition, uh, intelligence. So we, uh, have the exact definition here. Here we go. A spook is a spy, a U.S. intelligence spook. Um, basically it's, it's, it's a term that often applies to people who work for the CIA or military intelligence mm -hmm. who are not necessarily soldiers, but they are, uh, you know, deployed, we'll say. Um, so, also just regular intelligence can be spook mm -hmm. spy who goes and actually does things could be spook. So Charles McCullough senior was the American version of James Bond. I don't know if I would go that far, <laughs> but when you look at what happened with him, you know, for those of you who haven't watched the video, very extremely big. I, I encourage you to go watch it. We put a lot of work into it, but, uh, to, to, uh, to give you the, the 
bird's eye view. Uh, Chuck McCuller, the younger mm-hmm. the younger Charles, uh, graduated from high school in Alexandria, Virginia. I think it was Jefferson High School. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in ski club, photography club. He was involved in a whole bunch of stuff, and he decided. Uh, we don't. I don't know particularly if he planned to go to college, mm-hmm. but between uh, you know after graduating high school, he decided to take a trip across the country. Um, he was doing a bus and hitchhiking trip. He ended up in Eugene, Oregon, staying with a couple of friends, mm-hmm. and decided to go take pictures at Crater Lake. This was a photography trip. He was going to all these different national parks and taking photographs. Mm-hmm. Goes to Crater Lake and does not leave Crater Lake. Mm-hmm. In fact, the last time he's seen, he's about 20 miles from Crater Lake. Mm-hmm. He just completely disappears. Nope. They reported missing on February 1st. He was expected back on January 31st. So when he didn't show up the day he was supposed to show up, they reported him missing the very next day. Uh, the police waited 10 days to inform his family, uh, which is in all of the FBI documents for this case. And is the exact amount of time that... And 10 days is the exact amount of time that Greyhound waited in the 70s to destroy tickets and records because they needed to have them for law enforcement purposes, but it was expected that law enforcement was going to get to you within 10 days, and they obviously had to physically store all of this stuff. Uh, keep in mind how many Greyhound bus tickets were probably sold and used every day in the 1970s. Yep. They simply did not have the space, and where, where, like, you know, you're going to have to search through it. They didn't have the internet. Yep. So, today, obviously, all of this is digitized and stored. Yep. It's a few bytes. Um, back then, it was an entire sheet of paper. So, it would get shredded, incinerated, whatever. Um, Charles Sr. flies out the next day, after he's told. Um... From there, he goes and hikes and searches himself, uh, doesn't find anything, starts writing letters, uh, getting connected. But he's, he's getting senators to talk to the, F- the FBI on his behalf. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's a pretty intense uh, level of connection. Yep. So eventually, they, a couple of hikers do come across Charles Camp, Chuck's camp. Um, they report it to the rangers. The rangers go and they look at it. The police look at it. Charles Sr. looks at it. Uh, the FBI and the Oregon State Police come to the conclusion that this was just a mistake. Uh, the ranger, the chief ranger, and Charles Sr. think foul play. Law enforcement refuses to investigate. Now, why did they think foul play? A couple of reasons. One was that, uh, the... Chuck did not appear to have, uh, been torn apart by wild animals. Mm-hmm. He did not... He, there wasn't much of his body left to look at. But he didn't appear to have been torn apart by wild animals. Uh, his gear was not in a position that made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, nothing had been... Basically, the stuff that wasn't there was, like, his camera. Mm-hmm. Why was his camera not there? Well, if his other stuff didn't float or roll away, it's unlikely his camera did. So his dad thought uh, thought foul play was involved. Where it gets really interesting for me is the fact that his dad goes through the steps Chuck would have taken if he was getting ready to bunk for the night. Mm-hmm. And they sound like something out of a Special Forces Survival Handbook. Which, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. Not super weird. A little weird, but, you know, maybe maybe, maybe Chuck just had a book on wilderness survival. Maybe he had done some sort of camp. Yep. Um, I didn't come across any info that he was like a Boy Scout or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I looked into Charles Sr., which was difficult because I couldn't find any information on Charles Sr. Yep. Not even an obituary. Not even an obituary. 
What I found was his grave. I found his wife's obituary. She worked for the Pentagon and NATO. Charles Sr., buried in Arlington. Same grave as his son. You only get buried in Arlington if you are in the military. Mm -hmm. Or uh, sometimes certain intelligence agents do. Mm -hmm. um, depends. But there, there are CIA operatives who are who have been known to be buried in arlington mm -hmm. now a lot of the people who end up being operatives for the cia like combat ops are drawn from special forces yep. or special operations groups uh so you know maybe that was what happened with with charles senior <clears throat> but he seems like the kind of guy who not only had connections but also taught chuck everything he knew mm -hmm. so it seems unlikely that chuck would have made the decision to walk all the way into a a closed park through a mm -hmm. closed, well, not a closed park, but a closed entrance to a park in 90 inches of snow, walk f like four miles down the road, and then go off onto a trail, which was, again, covered in 60 to 90 inches of snow, depending on where on the trail you were, yep. without snowshoes, without skis, with clothes that honestly were not warm enough to be doing that. Like, if, if you're just out for a walk mm -hmm. on a paved road, jeans and long underwear in, in cold weather... Uh, you know, Crater Lake gets down to like 19 degrees in the winter on average uh, is the low. So that's not super cold. If you got jeans, long underwear, a jacket, you're, you're going to be all right. As long as you're not wet. Yeah. For him to have to know the survival skills he did mm -hmm. and still make that decision seems really odd. For his camera to not be there seems really odd. And Charles Sr. went in... Uh, with with another ranger after everything and what he found was that if you went to the edge of a roadway bybee creek roadway got off and hiked just three miles in you would get to where chuck's body was found and he took a look at both sides of the, the bank along the creek what he discovered was the northern ridge was perfectly suitable for a snowmobile and if you were to push somebody down while there's snow on the ground from the top of the ridge into the creek the way that the the ledge was structured, it was a two-tiered ledge, mm -hmm. would actually slide somebody down and across the creek and slightly up onto the other bank, mm -hmm. which would explain why Chuck's sleeping bag was half in the creek. It would explain why his belongings were scattered in the way that they were, mm -hmm. and it would explain the positioning of his body yep. if he was already dead and then pushed down. What the ranger said is that he fell into the creek and froze to death under snow, which... But then he would have been in the creek. Yeah. He wasn't in the creek. And it appeared that where he had died, or at least where he had come to rest, that he was laying down. Mm. Of course, there are the, there's the, the version you see if you go on like Strange Outdoors, which says that he was sitting on it. And we even said this because we didn't know that it, well, I hadn't done the in-depth research yet, that uh, his, his pants were found sitting on a log with his socks still in them and his feet bones, but nothing else. Like, I, I have no idea where that came from. It's not in a single report and especially not in anything his father said. Nope. So it sounds like it was completely made up. Probably. Um, but why? Because some park ranger wanted to have a cool story. I guess. Probably. Is my guess. Uh, I mean, how many people were ever actually going to look into this? It's fair. But well, at the time, at quite the a time, lot. Well, no. <laughs> well, I mean, in terms of... The time, like at the time, it seemed like uh, the government was doing everything in its power not to look into this. So the government... No, no. Yeah. Also, where's our donation goal thing? I don't know. There was a uh, a graphic up, up, up there. window, yeah. Where'd it go? Weird. 
Streamlabs. No, it was an external app in Streamlabs. Hmm. I'll oh, figure what? it out. What? What's that one? No, not that. That's just the uh, the the oh, subscriber right? thing. Yeah, no. Remember that there was a little uh, bar up there that said like how much oh, we yeah, 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 yeah. It disappeared. I wonder where it went. I thought it just disappeared from my Twitch one. I thought I just screwed that up, but no, maybe it's just gone. I'll fix it. I'll find something to something to cover that. Cool. But yeah, so so McCuller, it it seems like it was foul play, mm-hmm. and uh, going into it, I was kind of expecting to think, oh, something supernatural. It doesn't seem like that at all, but. It is weird that the FBI was so adamant. They they keep they kept saying there was no evidence of foul play. Yeah. The problem was there was also no evidence that he hiked in there. Yeah. The only evidence that he hiked in there himself was that he had been spotted 20 miles away from the entrance. Mm. And that he planned to hike in. Yeah. But there's no evidence he actually did. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's kind of, that's where I net out with that. You know, the, the, at what point does no evidence become evidence? You would think earlier than it seems to, to be the case in this yeah. story. And now it's been so long. It's been 50 years. Yeah. Nobody's going to find out what actually happened. And, no, the, you know, not. whoever, whoever killed the guy is probably long dead. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say, hard to know what happened. Um, you know, I, I wonder if part of the reason they didn't want to look into it is because national parks are huge for tourism. Um, they're very important to the local economy. They yep. are very important to conservation efforts. And back in the 60s, 70s, and into the 80s, they were used by serial killers as dumping grounds all the time. Yeah. Especially in California. Um, so, you know, it's, was it that they just wanted this to go away? That they didn't want to investigate something. They didn't like. Did, did how how much did people know about the fact that serial killers were dumping bodies in parks at the time? Yeah. Um, without the internet, you know, you would want to play it down as much as possible. So, I don't think that anything super mysterious happened to Chuck. I think he was murdered, and his body was dumped in the park. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what the what the FBI ended up saying about it was like, you know, well, anybody who's dumping his body would have just as much trouble with the snow as as he would have getting in there and of course nobody ever said that whoever killed him was deep into the park with him yeah the suggestion was that whoever killed him killed him outside of the park or somewhere else in the park and put him there yeah because it was in an area the rangers didn't even check yeah when they were initially looking for him because they were all like ah there's no way anybody's there yeah it's impossible so it's just not a it, it doesn't make sense in any way to me the way that it has been portrayed and the fact that nobody investigated what was pretty clearly, in my opinion, an instance of foul play. Uh, but with that said, I think it is time to check on Super Chats. It is indeed. We've got... Uh, we, have, we, we have goals. Do you have them pulled up? Uh, we do have the goals. Hang on, let me make I don't know where we are with them, but... Uh, Let's find out. Quickly. Um... Got them here for February. We've got the $1,000 goal, which we've already hit, which is Madison Thornberry have a sumo suit fight, which is we get into the the inflatable sumo suits. I forgot. I remember. remember. Uh, We also hit the second one, which is we will be bringing back Lore Lounge probably once a month, uh, given what the schedule is right now. That was $1,500. The $2,000 goal, which I don't believe we've hit yet, is that we are going to do a CSI Miami spoof skit, and that is one of those skits that will be found for free 
on our Patreon. It's just a place to keep, the, for those who haven't been here since we announced that in the beginning, it's a place to keep things a little bit more consolidated in terms of Twitch stream highlights, skits that we'll be doing for donation goals and other donation goal things. Uh, but yeah, so if you want to catch live things like that or things that are, you know, uh, subscription only, which would be the, the Drunk Folklore and Drunk History, mm. or there's some merch tiers that you can look into, feel free you know most things are unlockable by just a dollar a month that are behind a paywall but we now do have free stuff that'll be coming out there mm -hmm. uh and then the twenty five hundred dollar goal is uh madison thornberry 24-hour twitch stream on your twitch which was your idea i know it was um so yeah we would both be doing the 24-hour stream together same location uh so if you want to put us through hell get to 2500 before the month ends uh and then five thousand dollar goal mm -hmm. is again mattis's idea i know i know i know he dyes his hair again and that'll be up on patreon as well in terms of the video of him <sighs> dyeing his hair uh people really liked the frosted tips and people wanted it I think back. people liked how much pain the frosted tips caused me. Fair. Yeah, there was a there was a uh, an app that I had on Streamlabs. Maybe the support for the app. Yeah, that's the and only it, thing I can imagine is yeah. that it um that it disappeared. Uh, let's see, does it have? Is there anywhere in here for me to take a look at my apps? Potentially. Yeah, there used to be like a sidebar that showed me which apps I had. But uh... um weird i yes. guess another 24-hour stream i know of horrible yeah, horrible yeah, planning horrible idea this is going to end badly and only badly anyway we'll start getting into the super chats now yeah uh uh vanita's manga reviews for 9.99 and this is the first one from today uh a skinwalker keeps whispering in my ear at night that it's been quote trying to reach me about my horse's extended <laughs> warranty please help well whoo boy all I can say is that up to this point, you should be, you know, you're okay. But if any injury occurs to you, we know of a good spot that you can get help from in relation to getting representation. Because this one right here had a mm. lot of help in that regard when he was dealing with uh, with the Bigfoot. Oh, scenario. yeah, right, right. Of course. <laughs> uh, the next one is uh, Corn Reeves for one ninety nine. Thank you for... <laughs> For nothing. Uh, <laughs> well, for the two dollars. Yes. Um, um, Pumpkin Bear said for one ninety nine. Can confirm as someone who lived in Tucson. I don't know what we were talking about when you said that, but uh, I think it was why did Arizona become oh, a state? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it was probably the Phoenix is a testament to Mans Hubers. Yes. Uh, Corin Reeves one ninety nine. Proper uh, super chat at the time says love the channel. Thank you for great content. Thank, well, thank you, you for watching. Uh, Trent for two dollars said something something thirty five thirty eight. I don't know. <laughs> you might have to decode that for us. Uh, many of these manga reviews for $4.99 said, I tricked the flesh pedestrian into thinking my old dress shoes were Yeezys, and now it just stands outside my window and screams all night. Oh, that sounds like Yeezy. That's your fault. Yeah, I mean... You shouldn't have lied to the flesh pedestrian. Don't, yeah. don't falsely advertise. That's not only illegal and immoral, it's just bad taste. Uh, oh, I, we canceled Kanye. Yeah, we did. A while ago, at this <laughs> point catch up man come on um, uh agamemnon's gym bag for five dollars said is there a way to support you guys without giving youtube or patreon my money merch or just you can buy the merch yeah um that is best way best way i think, I think uh, we have a venmo or paypal or anything not for the business just a personal one yeah uh yeah yeah i think i 
Mer merch is probably the best way to do that. And, just and you watching. get to wear it. Yeah. And just watching our content. Yeah, and if you share it. But uh, if you yeah. if you only get one of these. Yeah. You know. I'm honestly, I'm thinking about getting that. These are actually really comfortable hoodies, yeah. too. I'm like, thinking about ordering a white one and then a white t-shirt. Yeah, they're well. all they're all very comfortable. Uh, and you'll turn heads in an only phantom sweatshirt. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, Pumpkin Bear for four ninety nine said, "I had sleep paralysis only when I was read the Velveteen Rabbit. Only when I was read it by another person, my Pooh Bear would sit on my chest." Interesting. Yeah, I remember being read the Velveteen Rabbit when I was like four. God, it was forever ago. It was wow, deep, deep core memory unlocked. Thank you yeah. for that. Uh, Miss Invisible for four ninety nine said, "I've had sleep paralysis only one time." But nothing was there and everything was dark blue and black with my closet being pitch black. That's my story. Interesting. And ya boy for 499 said, unrelated, but not sure if y'all are metalheads, but thoughts <laughs> on the new Metallica album? Love what y'all do. Keep up the great work. Also, bussy. Um, I, I wouldn't call myself uh, a metalhead, but I do listen to some metal. Um, not Typically not Metallica. No. I... For me, it's it's usually more like the um, like Sabaton, yeah. like power metal. Um, listen to a while lift usually. Also, for, uh, more metalcore stuff like Bullet for My Valentine. For me, it's occasionally like Three Days Grace or yeah, Three Days Grace is good. Uh, Breaking Benjamin. I don't know yeah. if they. I think can. Breaking Ben counts as metalcore. I don't know about Three Days Grace. Yeah, I don't know what they count as. They might. I'm I'm very surface level on any of that. Uh, Heavy Burn Man for two dollars said Rakusi uh holloway outdoors for one dollar gave us a one dollar thank you holloway outdoors thank. uh agamemnon's gym bag for two dollars said clockwork elves wear flat brim hats is this something you discovered while uh, on dmt let us know uh the mark w for five dollars said the mark w what? the mark w oh not the the yeah the mark w the mark w for US, do, U.S. dollars, $5. I don't know why I decided to do the U.S. dollars that one time. Anyway, uh, the rake want to try me? I got a lawn full of leaves, and I'm not a tool shed in sight. I'm going to get that rakusi, and it will be hot, kinky Joe levels of epic. Aren't you glad I'm the one reading these? I think I need to reconsider my faith in God. <laughs> Uh, Norberto Rodriguez Jr. for $5 said, could the dream phenomenon be a significant point in time that has occurred and a minute detail in what is remembered as a nexus point? Maybe. Maybe, but for me, it was always, it, it was always something would happen in the dream, something very, very specific, and then that exact same thing would happen in my life. I, uh, so maybe, but it, it always, it, it's never been something i wasn't sure of where i was like huh this kind of reminds me of it's it's always a very intense feeling of oh mm. i'm i've been here before it's not like a mild one like ah oh, that looks familiar it's i've experienced this mm. like i remember when i had the dream that that i remembered when we were at uh the cabin mm -hmm. when that had happened i did not know who isaiah was yeah that's right yeah that's wild like but it was him. Mm -hmm. uh, Emily Garcia for four ninety nine said, "REM is the lightest stage of sleep." I thought it was light REM and then deep. I thought REM was when your brain was doing all the work. At least that's what I remember from AP Psych, but it was years ago, so yeah, I could be wrong. We'll we'll Google it. Yeah, 
Uh, Agamemnon's gym bag for $10 said, Sleep is strange. We don't fully understand why it's necessary, but all this strangeness happens while we do it. And at the same time, Chingy? Chingy exists? Coincidence? I'm not sure what Chingy is. You I want think to look not. up what Chingy is? Let's, let's do it. Are we going to be scared if we look up what Chingy is? American rapper. If that's what you're referring to. Why do, why do the rappers with really, like, really, like, funny rap names, like Chingy, always have, like, the most white bread name? The, what, the rapper what, what? Chingy's name is Howard Earl Bailey Jr. Great. When was he active? 2000 to present. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Um, I knew uh, there, was, there was one African-American kid in uh, in one of my clubs in college. His name was Stephen J. Cromedy III. That's incredible. It's an incredible name. That is an amazing name. Yeah. <sighs> that's amazing. It was, it was a running joke. He would joke about how he had a whiter name than we did. Yep. That's funny. Uh, Cody Gillard for two dollars from uh, Australian, I believe. Great that is. dude, he's or a funny no. guy. Wait, no, what? AUS is Australia. I thought AUS. Australian dollars. Is it? Hmm. Uh, AUD, I assume. Maybe. If it's not Australia, let me know where it is. Yeah. Uh, how does the Taliban stay on Twitter, but I can't? Great question. I don't that is a good question. What did you say? If you're not on Twitter, but the Taliban is, you may to want to fair, reconsider they, they what you're do, tweeting. They historically they they have been more intense about their moderation of americans and europeans yeah that's fair um i think they probably moderate by language but he's not american based off well of the european american money. australian remember most of their moderation team speaks english yes oh uh, so okay. you have to hire moderators to yeah. look at the stuff that's not in english so you're gonna have less and less moderation that's fair. the less commonly a language is spoken that's fair. i'm not even entirely sure what they speak in afghanistan pashtun Oh, uh, no, I don't, I'm not familiar with the I don't think it's regional... Farsi. Farsi's Persia. Um, yeah. yeah, unfortunately, I'm not very familiar with the regional languages in that area. Me neither. Uh, the Freak, for $5, said, Finally catching you live while on my way to take a weld test. Nice. Nice. Mig or Tig? I'm curious. Let me know. Um, Agamemnon's gym bag. No idea what that means. Mig or Tig? Really? No, I actually took metalworking classes when I was younger. I, I knew how to solder. Uh, so there's stick, MIG, and TIG. Stick is the, like, you have just, like, an electrode clamp, mm -hmm. and you, they're, like, the pre-made sticks that just, like, you, yeah, and they just disappear as you go. The flux is on the outside. Mm -hmm. MIG is, it comes out of the gun, mm -hmm. like, the, the, um, wire comes out of the gun, and then also the, uh, the neutral gas surrounds the wire, mm -hmm. and you run it that way. TIG is, you have, um, an electrode wand and mm -hmm. you have the stick that you're using to weld mm -hmm. and you kind of walk it back and forth the electrode so that's what you see stick. on welding tiktok yes gotcha tig is the really like intense one that's in... the like professionalist exactly yeah, yeah. Um, the one when everybody posts on welding tiktok and everybody in the comments is suddenly a welding expert yes exactly and people are like yeah that's a 13 dollar an hour weld it's like dude stop <laughs> i don't know what that means is that good <laughs> uh it's that's closer to beginner Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a $50 an hour weld is like pretty like insane. Dude, we chose the wrong career path. Oh, yeah. No, welders get paid big time. Especially like extreme welders who are welding th things like underwater. Yeah. Massive. Well, the underwater welders who work on like oil rigs make bank. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, anybody on an oil rig is making yeah, money. Uh, I wish they would hire me to be on an oil rig. Not to not to do the oil rig stuff, but I don't know, for morale. <laughs> Just I, to... I'm a pretty good cook. 
just to be there yeah, just to cheer everybody on oh my actually God. i can't juggle anymore but i could probably learn again yeah there you go they're, they're like throwing chains around stuff. I'm like, da, I, da, 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 da. <laughs> I would love to watch a video of you applying to work on an oil rig and be like, so what are your qualifications? Going into the interview. Yeah. <laughs> what are your qualifications, sir? I have seen oil. <laughs> I can be crude. <laughs> well, you'll fit right in. <laughs> uh, Agamemnon's gym bag for 947. Interesting. I, I love when people choose yeah. specific, like, <laughs> really amounts. specific amounts. Yeah. Uh, running out of unhinged things to say, but here you go. Beautiful. Perfect. Somebody love wants it. a Jordan Peterson impression. Oh, boy. All right. We'll get there. We'll get there. Well, uh, it, no, it's it, Lucifer's joint for 499 said, first time joining live. Love you guys so much, but please do a Jordan Peterson impression. Do it while you read them. All right. Uh, specifically that one. Okay. <laughs> That Dexy guy for $5 said, the rake T-pose is in my doorway and calls me Stud Muffin. Like, that no, man. That is why I wanted you to read that particular <laughs> one. That is why I did this. I can keep going if we really want me to, but only if we agree that he's going to be Mr. Shapiro. <laughs> uh, if somebody does a super chat requesting for both of those, then I'll keep going. All right, now, hypothetically, Heather. <laughs> if hypothetically Thursday was your birthday... Uh, and you love the channel, uh, the, 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 would you, would you, you would suggest that both of us go and get so shots for your birthday. Yeah. My wife is a doctor. <laughs> um, but, like, how does that impact your marriage? <laughs> no to respond to that question. Because <laughs> uh, I have one, but it's entirely inappropriate yeah, yeah, for this yeah, yeah, channel. Yeah. <laughs> related to that old thing from when WAP came out. Oh, God. Ben read yep. the whole <laughs> Yep, yep. Oh, wow. All right. This is this is why I love doing this. Uh, Creativa Artley for 499 said, also the original video for the sleep paralysis and the sleep theory portion as someone with epilepsy, that connection honestly makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I don't know a ton about how epilepsy actually works, yeah. but it, it made sense that it would, you know, things that are, are disruptive to your psyche, like epilepsy or narcolepsy, yep. would would have an effect on sleep paralysis. Made a lot of sense to me. Uh, Chili thing for five dollars said, "Would you ever be interested in covering Australian folklore and stuff like the Yowie, Australian Sasquatch?" I actually did do a TikTok on the Yowie, mm -hmm. but I can hit that. Yeah, I can do that. I'll write that down right now. Um, yeah, if you guys have suggestions, we do take them down. Yeah, so. we do actually pay attention. Also, if you have a suggestion or a question or something like that, and you want us to either answer a question or uh, cover it in a video, the the way I can guarantee I will see it and respond, because I'm trying with email and with DMs and all that, the way I can guarantee I'll see it and respond is if you send it on either dis uh, not Discord, either Patreon or Cameo. Yeah, Patreon's um, probably the best way yeah. to do it. Yeah, I, I try to go through and read everything. I, I sit down once a week and go through email and DMs and all of that, but I just don't get to everything. Mm. Um. So I do prioritize. If if you pay us to answer a question, I do make sure I answer that question. Yep. That's why so, super you know, chats exist. Yeah. Um, Supply and demand. It's the way it has to work, man. Uh, Norberto Rodriguez Jr. for $5 said, I meant important to the future. I have the same style of oh, dreams, okay, and it. each time something new I decided to do was always preceded by one of those dreams. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it, a lot of the time it was related to something that was in some way important. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, catching... Catching a touchdown pass on a, in a game of backyard football. Yep. Not a huge deal. But when you're seven, that's a pretty big deal. Uh, 
meeting Isaiah in person for the first time, like things like that, um, that, mm. have, that have been big moments in my life. I just got to say, uh, Penguins Rock, great YouTube or YT, just in between all the Super Chats said welding stream when. <laughs> See, the problem is I don't know how to weld. <laughs> I, I know about welding. I've never actually used one, though, as soon as I buy a house, whenever I hopefully am capable of doing that, one of the first things I'm doing is buying a welder and teaching myself how to do it because the amount of things I would love to be able to make videos about building things in my garage, but I nor I neither have a garage nor things that I'm capable of purchasing materials to build. Yeah. So anyway, uh, pumpkin you buying a garage. <laughs> yes. There's a CrossFit studio for rent down the street in uh, Phoenixville. Yeah. Yeah. Like an entire CrossFit studio for five grand a month. I was thinking we just buy out of our leases and live in a CrossFit. I mean, why not? For the people that are like, where do you live? And you're like, at CrossFit. And they're like, no, not like, okay, so you're a gym rat? No, I physically live at CrossFit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, like what do you mean there. you live at the gym? And it's like, I, I live at the gym. Yeah. No, there's a cot in the corner. Yeah, this the, is where I, I have built a family here. Yeah. <laughs> Respect the gains, my boy. Um, Pumpkin Bear says, happy Mardi Gras. It's on Tuesday. Happy Mardi Gras. Let's go. We got to get some beads for uh, next stream. Um <laughs> The Freak for $5 said, I'm a rig combo welder, so I do TIG and stick and oil refineries and pipelines. I'm going to try and work a turnaround at a refinery in Great Falls, Montana, I'd imagine that's being. Uh, that this explains why he has the money for the Super Chats. Yeah, also, <laughs> I cannot imagine what oil refinery and pipeline welding is like around the year in Montana. Are you doing it now? Because I know at least when I was going through Montana a couple of years ago in May, we woke up in Helena with three inches of snow on our truck. Mm -hmm. in may i didn't catch the may part of that yeah wow. <laughs> so i can only imagine what it's like in january and february out there so good luck appreciate the uh the donations here and the you swinging by but man good stuff uh lucifer's joint for 4.99 said first time joining live love you guys so much uh this is the yeah. please do the peterson impression i hope you enjoyed it <laughs> um what else we got here uh vivi tran for five says do you guys have a p.o box for fan art submissions also thoughts on paramore's new music we did have a p.o box i'd be game to open one again if you guys want to yeah. send fan mail stuff um i i would have to be better about actually checking it i can open it if you want um yeah, we should do it in phoenixville yeah um and maybe we can set up routing so it comes straight to us that'd be nice um, yeah we'll we'll figure that out and when we'll keep you guys updated about it because we did enjoy the the fan art that we got initially but would love to get that back on again we we're actually thinking about doing unboxing uh videos once a month or fan mail things. oh yeah we were so, we were doing it we were talking about doing a mailbag video yeah so that could be fun if you guys want to send some fan art and we would put it in a video form uh for you guys to check us out opening your fan mail that'd be great uh, Pumpkin Bear said, oh, wait. it screamed at me and ran away. <laughs> um, here we go. Uh, Par or, sorry. Oh, wait, no. We forgot to ask the, or answer the second part. Uh, thoughts on Paramore's new album music? I haven't listened to I yet. have only heard This Is Why. I mm -hmm. really did not love it when I heard it on TikTok for the first time. Mm -hmm. And then I listened to the whole song. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. I vibe with this. Fair. What was your, just before we get back to this, what was your favorite either song or album of 2022 the hell came out in 2022 i don't know i'd have to look i'd Fair. have to look through every i i just wasn't sure if you had anything on deck Ooh, you know i did love pretty much everything falling in reverse put out in 2022 yeah, yeah um i think was the voices in my head come out this past year i feel like it did um Fair. but zombified uh voices in my head like 
Uh, Pumpkin Bear said, cooking stream for portion of the 24-hour stream, question mark? I mean, Perhaps. the man's a good cook, so we might as well get to, you know, have a bit of nice food for him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, falling in, everything Falling in Reverse put out in 2022 was fantastic. Nice. I was a huge fan. Uh, Elijah Hetrick for $2 said, the revolution is coming, Lorefather, in all caps. Will it be televised? I love, I love the deep cut Gil, Gil Scott Heron <laughs> reference. That is fantastic. If you guys haven't listened to The Revolution Will Not Be Televised by Gil Scott Heron, please do yourself a favor yeah. and listen to it. Great song. Love if it, that. If it's not a reference to that, I, I hope it's a reference to the Ron Paul Revolution. <laughs> Man, oh, 2008, Lord. take me back. Oh, good Lord. I was 11. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually 10 for most of 2008. Yeah, what a time. Uh, Trent for fifteen or five fifteen. Could the Uncanny Valley have anything to do with now extinct species of humans? Also, thirty five thirty eight was the final score from the Super Bowl. Go Chiefs! Trent, fuck you. <laughs> now I'm upset, <laughs> and I don't want to answer the rest. You made of the me question. swear. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to mark this as explicit when we upload it to Spotify. Um, anyway, um, possibly. Yeah. So I, I'm open to the possibility. I don't think it was Neanderthals, Denisovans, anything like that. Yeah. I think if it were, it was probably something that we have yet to discover. Um, because I, it just the, the physicality yeah. aspect doesn't match. Also, we know that we interbred with both Neanderthals, and I think we've now discovered that we did with Denisovans as well. Mm. Um, there are people in... Uh, parts of Southeast Asia who have DNA from yet another hominid in there mm -hmm. that we previously didn't know about oh really that we didn't know was in there we knew about the got hominid it. i think but got it yeah so is it is it possible it was another hominid sure um and that's where it comes from um i i'd, I'd be interested to learn i i have a very open mind to these things yep. you know your boy from 199 said thoughts on the eagles game we'll see uh I, I will say this up until the last two minutes of the super bowl i thought it was one of the best super bowls i've seen in my entire life yeah, I, I think it was genuinely one of the best football games I've ever watched. Mm. Uh, two extremely well-matched teams. Yep. The refs were letting them play. I think they only called nine penalties throughout the entire game. Love that. Um, and then, you know, obviously the Eagles defense fell off a little bit at the end. There was that fumble from Hurts that really hurt us. Uh, you know, but it was really... The, the Eagles only lost that game on a couple of flukes. Mm -hmm. And then uh, a holding call that, like, was he holding? yeah. Did it in any way affect the play? No. Is that a really bad way to end a Super Bowl? Yeah. Uh, also, when you look at the punt return, there were like three different holds that were missed. On the same play that Bradbury got called for holding, one of the offensive linemen had, I want to say it was Josh Sweat by the face mask. The Jay Sweaty fan club. Yeah. So it, it just, it was one of those things where like, had they just let him play and we still lost? We lost. Yeah. Chiefs were the better team. Yep. Yeah. The way that they ended that game where they called that penalty mm -hmm. really just put a bitter taste in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, the the, the holding call was rough and the, the face mask thing was rough. Uh, Problematic Farmer for $10 said, Happy Sunday, friends. I hope you're vibing. I met... It's either... She said Sim Day. I don't know if you met Sunday. Sim Day? Yes. Knowing her, it was probably on purpose. Yep, fair. I am not. Unfortunate to hear you're not vibing. Hopefully that changes. Well, I hope you vibe harder. Well, if the vibes are bad, I hope you stop vibing. But if, if the vibes are good but simply low, I hope that they increase in intensity. Increase the frequency of those vibes. 
Uh, S. Lays for a Canadian 117. Simply sent 117. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the Mark W. for $2 said, Is Cyrax Chance Wilkins a cryptid? I looked up Chance Wilkins. I have absolutely no idea what this is. <laughs> no way. That's amazing. Can you show that? I, uh, maybe. Um, That's incredible. Uh, wait, what? I have, so what is going on? Oh, you can like set up transitions before you do them. Oh, interesting. Oh, wait, why do you just do? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know what this screen is that's in front of me right now. I can't get back to the normal one. I'm scared. Um, studio mode there it is okay so that's what i saw uh i, I have no idea what that is <laughs> or who that is or that's why amazing. that is that's um, incredible but he's vibing i don't know what it is but the, just the imagery there is fantastic yeah um cody gillard for two dollars said i really want to see an isaiah inspiring philosophy vid interesting we might be able to set that up i can try That'd be cool. Uh, Agamemnon's gym bag for $2 said, what is a rake? We've got a whole video on it. I, I would, yeah, I mean, we talked about it earlier in the video. Yep. In the, in this stream. Uh, but it's the, the video we did on it, it's actually only 34 minutes long. Um, and if you only want to watch the part about the rake, you only need to really watch, like, what, the first 15? Yeah. And then the rest of it's about sleep paralysis? Pretty much. Yep. Uh, Matthew Moody for $4.39. Love the, the specific amount. Uh, just got my hoodie. It's super comfy. Love it. Awesome. They're awesome. Glad to hear it. I feel like I need to freestyle. Mom's a spaghetti. <laughs> um, the Freak for $5 said, Driving through a winter storm right now, or, uh, now, our first cold snap, it was about negative 48, and we are still at work at my current job in Billings. Um, first of all, be careful while driving. Don't don't super chat and drive. We want you to live. Uh, second of all, holy God, negative 48 is incredibly cold, but that sounds just about right for Billings, Montana. Uh, and yeah, uh, I would love to know what you what you wear to survive a workday in negative 48 in Billings, Montana. Like, like I know what like casual summer clothes generally are in Montana. What is, what is the winter standard up there? I'm curious. Uh, what else? Oh! I had to bring the pup. The pup is there. He's arrived. Uh, Agamemnon's gym bag for $8.81. Love it. Uh, when Alex Jones Counting Crows AI music video, what's the donation goal? Uh... <clears throat> Let's figure out how to do this. Uh, so she said, what's the problem, baby? <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe I'm in love. <laughs> love. Think about it every time we think about it. Can't stop thinking about it. Uh, how much longer will it take to cure this? Uh, just to cure it, because we can't ignore it if it's love. Oh my god. Incredible. Well, blue skies melting out sunlight shimmering in love. Well, maybe I surrender to the strawberry ice cream never, ever, ever. <laughs> it wasn't AI, but I hope it was satisfactory. Uh, Cyrax equals goblin. Uh, uh, what else we got? Uh, Wheel Laskin for one ninety nine said, "Gritty is a cryptid. Can't convince me otherwise." Honestly, 
gritty lore video <laughs> yeah i mean honestly like i if if i can get in if i can get in touch with the philadelphia flyers we will absolutely do a gritty lore video oh yes well i got you i got you oh no oh he's sinking oh no he's sinking not the boy <laughs> uh what do we got next it is william b wumbo that is an incredible name william b wumbo love it for two dollars <laughs> said is Ermac from mortal kombat a cryptid maybe who but can he Ermac? defeat scorpion <laughs> uh somebody asked uh how old archie is he is four uh the freaks for two dollars said everything you well thank you everything Oh, got it. Yeah, that oh. makes sense. That's fair. Uh, what else? Yeah, I would imagine it's just like doing a show on Nephilim. We we've done a Nephilim. lot of shows on Nephilim, but I would do. I would be well. I'm, I mean, I guess it has been a while since we did an episode where we talked about him. No, I I I've been reading some some Michael Heiser. Mm. Uh, so I would like to do a little bit more of my reading Michael Heiser before I talk about Nephilim again, because I would like to bring something new to the table. Hmm. I know the people just listening to this can't see, but we're just admiring Archie. Yeah, we're literally just staring at him. He's a very good boy. To be fair, he is staring at us. So it's, That's true. It's a he just thing. does that. He does. Uh, ADD Venturer for $4.20. Love it. Uh, vid on Cursed Lake Lanier. When? Did I pronounce Cursed it Cursed right? Lake Lanier. I'll write that down. Yeah. We should also look into uh, Land Between the Lakes. There's a story about a family getting ripped apart by Bigfoots. Oh. Yeah. As big far feet? as I can tell, it's complete fiction, but... What is the plural of Bigfoot? Is it Bigfoots or Big Feet? Big... I feel like... Bigfoot, probably. Multiple Bigfoot? Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, like how deer know. is just deer? Let us know. What do you guys think? Could you be like Oxen, Bigfootsen? Bigfootsen. That's What's, the, the German one. What would you call a group of Bigfoot? Es ist ein großer Bigfootsen. We'll get down? Okay. Uh, uh, if you guys make an Archie sticker or socks, I will buy them. Oh my god. Oh, actually, if you go on lorelodge.shop, there's an Archie sticker on there. Is there really? Yeah, uh, it should still be listed. Nice. Um... Big feeties. Big footy. Uh, Sora Mindfoon said Dogman, not Bigfoot. Land Between the Lakes, is that what it was? I think okay. so. But was, isn't Land Between the Lakes down south? I don't know. Or in the Appalachians? Oh, what happened to the Lift Lodge cutoff? Is that not a thing? You still get it. No. I just I just changed up how they appear. Got it, okay. Um. But yeah, if you go to the lorelodge.shop, you can get a whole bunch of Pity for the Gourd merch. You can get... I'm going to actually like go home and buy some of our stuff. Because um, <laughs> I, I want more. I guess it's it's not showing up in the listings for some reason. But yeah, there. I, I will fix that. Um, there is definitely an Archie sticker. He's got a sock in his mouth. It's adorable. He's, he's adorable. Dmitry Litovsky? Or Litovsk? I don't okay. know why I put a Y in there. Said, <laughs> grammatically speaking, it would be Bigfoot. But if there are different types of Bigfoot, it would be Bigfoots. It's like fish. There are many uh -huh. fish in a school, but a lake has different fishes. 
Yeah, what what would you call a uh, a group of Bigfoot? A group of Bigfoot, yeah. Wait, I mean, uh, wouldn't be a flock. What do you call a a pack? A pack of Bigfoot? A pack of big feet. Um, a pack of big feet. What what is a group of chimps called? What's a group of of community? That sounds wrong. A community of chimps. A troop of chimps. A group of apes or chimpanzees is called a shrewdness. <laughs> what? I get it would probably be a shrewdness of big feet then. That makes sense. A group yeah. of chimpanzees is called a whoop. What? Why? Whoop? There are so many different answers to this question. What's a group of bison called? Uh, a group of bison. Yeah. It's a group of bison called a herd. herd. Oh yeah, that makes that sense. makes sense. Yeah, I should have known that one. Yeah. Chimpanzees are tribes or troops, so I guess that would also work for. Uh, uh, Pumpkin asks, "Is Hatsune Miku a cryptid?" That sounds very anime related, <laughs> and as we know, Mattis hates anime. Cat said she's gonna steal all of the official Lore Lodge merch. Uh, wait, what? Cat said she's gonna steal all of the official Lore Lodge merch. Where? Um. Where'd it go? It was up a little bit. Right there. Oh, come on. Do you, don't you have enough? <laughs> Hasn't he what given you, you enough? Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't answer that because I know your answer is going to be I want the Lore Lodge merch. Yeah. Uh, Hatsune Miku. Fair. Now I gotta look that up. Now it's gonna be in my search history. Uh, yes, we do have Raging ADHD. Uh, Vivi Tren, how did I pronounce it before? How am I pronouncing it wrong? And how should I pronounce it? Let me know, by the way, because I did see that one earlier. I meant to address it. Which one? Uh, that person's username. Mm -hmm. Was uh, got it. <laughs> have any? Have you guys seen any of Bob Gimlin's work on YouTube? I have heard of him. I have not looked into his stuff yet. He's he's the Bigfoot one, right? I think so. Christian said I would call a group of Bigfoots a murder. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Fair. And uh, yes, Christian, I do know that my cousin used to be Gritty's manager. I'm aware of this. Wait, what? I will I will ask him about connections. Wait, yeah, wait, uh, wait. That's, Say that yeah. sentence again. Oh, my cousin used to be Gritty's handler. No, no, your cousin who? My cousin Colin. Oh, okay. I thought you said Vinny. No, no, no. If, if my cousin Vinny was Gritty's handler, <laughs> that would be phenomenal. Yeah. That, that would have been the best sentence I could ever string together. That's what, because anytime I hear you say the word my cousin, I automatically hear yeah. Vinny at the end now. So... Oh, that's There's funny. nothing that Italian about my family. We got my cousin Vinny, my cousin Mike, my cousin Nick. What? Is there a Joey in there? Believe it or not, there is no Joey. Tony? I have an uncle, Tony. There you go. Tony Morelli. Love it. Yeah, he's my godfather. Love it. Have you seen... Yeah, the... my godfather, Tony Morelli. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, my godfather's name's Bruce, so... I'm very Irish. Bruce Thornbury is... Uh... Oh, he's not a Thornbury. Oh, okay, what is he? Uh... No, my dad's like best gotcha. friend from kids. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, kids and Bean. <laughs> I want to see a video of Bigfoot hitting the gritty. Oh, God. Another donation. <laughs> I'll hop in a Bigfoot suit and okay. hit the gritty. Why not? <laughs> just do that. <laughs> that doesn't even need to be a goal. We can just... We can just do that. <laughs> we really can just, just do that. borrow a Bigfoot suit. I'm sure we can find somebody who's got one. You assume they're more than 40 bucks on Amazon? True. All right. Well, you know, here we go. Now it's time to look up Amazon.com. A group of Bigfoot should be called a council. 
Um, let's see. Uh, what about Uncle Bill? Everyone has an a Bill. I don't have an Uncle Bill. Believe it or not. I don't think I have an Uncle Bill either. There's Uncle Bill's pancakes. Oh, true. Wow. Yeah, I mean, th big big costumes are a little more expensive than I thought. Eighty dollar one. Yeah, but they're not. I think that would be worth it. I'm curious if a. Uh, do we get the Bigfoot and the Anakin tunic and find a way to combine those two things? Yes. <laughs> wait, wait. And then do I dress up? Do I dress up as a uh, Skinwalker Obi Wan and we reenact the battle from Episode Three? Aiden, I have an idea, but I need to mute the microphone for a second. <laughs> Right, right. Yes, that's what we're doing. Yes. Okay, we'll put in the order. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the mic came back. Yeah, I turned it on. Oh, okay, got it. I didn't see your hand go. I'm just oh, that good. Apparently, I'm ninja. Swift. Smooth. But all right, it is about eight thirty, which means yes. it's time to wrap up the show. I have not seen a new super chat, so um, I will pick a random chat to respond to right now, and that will be the last one. Ready? Go. Oh, he's scrolling. He's scrolling. He's zooming. He do be zooming. We already read that one, though. Yeah, we did. How? How does that happen? What are the odds? It was it was the Archie sticker one. Okay. Uh, I, I'm... Well, I'm going to read this one that was, like, right above my cursor and then what was right below it. Uh, okay. But Elijah said, Bard, when you are silenced for your opinion one day and refuse justice, you will understand. And I have no idea what the context is. Incredible. I can't pay attention to the chat that much. Nope. While I'm answering questions. Nope. So I don't know what you guys were up to. <laughs> That's like the Tucker Carlson quote about, like, establishing a theocracy. Yeah. What I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to read it. Establishing a theocracy. Can a group of big feet be a battalion? A battalion of Bigfoot. Yeah, I like that idea. Where's the... Wait, wait, wait. Somebody said, oh, oh my god, combine that with the Council of Big Feet comment from earlier. You are on this council, but we do not grant you the rank of Sasquatch. That is... Yes. Um, creating the Star Wars Sasquatch universe. Oh, boy. Uh... <clears throat> Quick, can anyone read lips? Let's see. Here, here we go. Um, what, what did he say? Uh, Once I establish my theocracy, I will throw you in my dungeon and let you rot for eternity. <laughs> Who is that? What is that man? Oh, what a guy. Um, what a dude. But the one I actually... Uh, Sasquatch. The one I actually landed on was a lot of people I know have an Uncle John. Um, that's true. Well, my son John was tall and slim. And he did leg for every limb. But now he's got no legs at all. They were both shot away by a cannonball. <laughs> Love that. Love that for us. You guys haven't heard that song. Yeah. Get after it. I mean, Jimmy Rudunda. Bada da da. Whack for the riddle. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Rudunda. Yeah. Archie is, uh... Oh, we know about the thing. Christmas special. We don't talk about the Christmas special. Uh, but okay, so I uh, I uh, I guess that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I mean, we got to go to the underworld and defeat the serpent to save your father. I was gonna try and do Shapiro, but I don't think I can. 
Now, hypothetically, say we were to go to the underworld and defeat the serpent. Would we rescue your father? <laughs> Either way, I'm cooking lobsters afterwards. <laughs> now, it's entirely possible. <laughs> Layer up. Joel, I don't want to get into this conversation about whether or not we can actually have an actual connection to a chimpanzee's brain by doing DMT. That's wild. You ever tried DMT? Joel, stop! <laughs> I only right. eat meat now. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. We'll be back next week. Have a nice evening. See ya.